What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tia. And we have one full fucking house. Now, uh, I am, I'm going to let our, 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 our beloved Tia sit here and tell you the name of this particular episode uh we're gonna talk about some shit uh it'll probably be rage inducing lots of feelings are gonna get hurt and uh we don't fucking care so uh with all that said and done mr tia the floor is yours break up i mean i mean at this particular point how much more needs to happen before people get shaken out of their reverie and realize you're fucked well, okay, let, let's let's not talk about let's not talk about the big cases. Let's talk about the little ones that are in New York cuz I figure it's a good place to start before we say how the rest of the world is fucked up. Let's talk about how New York is extra fucked up. It's New so, York. 
Well, hold on. More fucked up than them is California. Hold on, let me finish, and I doubt that. Not after this. Uh, allow me to tell you a story. Not, not, but two days ago, some pro-death murder, baby murdering uh, sycophants decided that they wanted to burn a uh, 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 a pregnancy center, right? Burn it, right? FBI. No investigation. None. They tagged it with Jane's Revenge, which is, you know, started back in the 1960s in Chicago. It was uh, a a violent, uh, shady organization that dealt with uh, performing uh, backroom abortions. And so to have Jane's Revenge written on the the burnings at least they're tagging themselves right but here's here's what's interesting not only is the fbi not investigating that particular incident or the other two incidents that have happened across this country but the pregnancy center has had to sit here and operate underground because they're being targeted with violence. And they're being targeted by the government. Hochul has decided that she's going to sit here and create legislation that puts more scrutiny on the pro-life pregnancy centers than on the abortion clinics or the, the, the firebombing of the facilities. Apparently, the argument is is that the pregnancy centers are stopping women from getting the health care that they truly need. Therefore, if you're pro-life, you are the fucking enemy. Have Did anybody ever think that we would be in a time and a place where standing up for life in New York City would make you enemy number one? Well, sorry, two. Patriots are always number one. That that pro-life groups would have to operate underground and wanting to save a life would make you horrible as a human being. Anyone? They're not not fucking pro-choice. They're fucking pro-their choice. So now there is no choice. Like, what the fuck? These people made a decision to have a baby, whether they give it up for adoption or, or keep the baby or whatever it may be. So, but they're saying that's not good enough. The left has adoption, a problem. You might as well fucking well, abort it. Is what America, America has a problem. It's not just the left. The left uh, is, is prevalent in tonight's discussion, but the right has the same issue. You have the right to choose as long as you choose the right option. That's what it is. They're they're absolutionists, not absolute, uh, yeah, absolutists. They they will absolutely believe in your right as long as you agree. They want the fucking meal. They want the crumbs. They want the fucking tablecloth and the cutlery. They want the cake and Edith too. Yes. Edith being the really hot model that brought the cake out. Anyway, that being said, now that we got Phoenix's gears all grinding, because he ain't seen anything in a while, let me ask you a question. When a pregnancy center is usually not just 
a pregnancy center. I work in insurance, right? That's one of the things that we do a lot is work with facilities. And a lot of times it's it's women's health. It's gynecologists. It's all these other things mixed together. So you're telling me that it's okay to target a pregnancy center or a women's health center to promote women's health? Is that the logic that's being used here? Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves, you cockwombles. They're literally going for the right to murder someone over the right to bring over the right to one of the most powerful things in this planet. Uh, Mur- period. No. Murder's bad unless it's their type of murder. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to play you a little video clip. Uh, it talks about all of the evils, you know, it's paid for by Donald Trump, Save America thing. I like the commercial. I'm going to stop it and I'm going to point out some things. Prices five, six, even seven dollars a gallon. Just so you know, today marked a very important day. Today, we crossed as a national average five dollars. A gallon. The official uh, national average of gas was five dollars and one cents today. That is the highest gas has ever been, ever. And there's no reason for it, but we've discussed that. Yeah, you're gonna keep beating that drum, but we already know it. I know, <laughs> but I keep beating the fucking drum. Maybe somebody else will wake the a fuck baby up. baby formula crisis hurting young families. All right, let's talk about the formula shortage that's hurting young families. All right. Now, while children are starving and we're having to fly it in the cargo holds of planes traveling to and from Europe to bring us baby formula, I want you to know that even though they were just complaining at Davos and they were just complaining at the World Health Organization treaty meeting that they just had to destroy 62 million doses of the COVID vaccine, right? They just want you to know, Biden made an announcement today that effective today, There are 18 million doses so that you can stab children that are over the age of six months. So let's not give them food, but let's give them a poison. Yeah. And what's funny is... Illegally... Go ahead. What's funny is when you realize that they're shipping shipping baby formula from Australia and Europe to America. And we just shipped a whole shit ton of it to Ukraine and a bunch of it down to the fucking border. Which ties into our next topic. Well, so, you know, with, with all the money we sent over there, too, you don't think we could get some fucking factories and shit going back here? The old ones that were burnt down? Uh, you know. Hey, 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 hey. That's common sense. You don't use that here. Uh, you know, the sheer amount of money that we've sent to them has, has brought them up to surpassing Russia's entire military budget while we sit here with the highest gas prices we've ever had for no fucking reason food shortages for no fucking reason well that's your problem right there you say there's no reason they know why they want to do it but that's the thing that I would I would respect even more if he just came out like all you know the first night he, after he got inaugurated, this freaking douche lord, he signed how many executive orders? One of them ultimately 
closing the pipeline, uh, putting a couple thousand people out of work, 50,000, I think, or something like that, out of work, and gas prices immediately rose, right? I wish you now he's, he's calling it the Putin price hikes, or they're blaming the, cur- the the past administration. Stand up and say, "Hey, this is what we're doing." It's no, you know, like at this point, he's got three more years. If you're gonna of piss on me, at least well. have the. You know, like if you're gonna piss on me, at least have the decency to tell me you're pissing on me. But yeah, there I'm, is I'm a reason. It's raining outside. We may not like the reason, but there is a reason. Mm-hmm. They have openly said the administration has said multiple times. That they're going to use this to make us be green. Immigrants flooding the border. Inflation. War. Our country is in trouble. Biden is failing badly. And yet the Democrat Congress ignores our problems, instead spending millions on another partisan witch hunt. It's a disgrace. Tell your congressman stop the partisan games and tackle our real problems. All right. Well, with that being said... Tackle our real problems. Let's talk about our real problems, shall we? So I have some uh, infographics here. I'm saving this one for when uh, Mr. Tear is all nice and spun up. This one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so let's talk about this. Peppermint Patty, circle back, bitch. It said Jim Saki. I, I, I hadn't seen Peppermint Patty's name in a minute, okay? Oh. So, on May 10th, Jen Psaki encouraged protests outside of the homes of the Supreme Court justices. Now, let that sink in. That is illegal in and of itself. And then yesterday, an armed man was arrested for threatening to kill Justice, Justice Brett Kavanaugh outside of his home. Right? Let that sink in. They called for it. They called for violence. Do uh, uh, do I need to go get that particular clip again? Yes, I think I will, because I think it's important. Because even though even though she was called on it, she's like, "That's not what I said." That seems to be the Democrat way, you know. Say it, say it again. Here we go. Repeat it and then deny it. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. So that sounds like a threat to me, but, you know, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. I, you know, um, so I can't say with 100% certainty, but... Uh, so there was a uh, a movement on the the floor of the house that would allow increased protection to the justices, and let's see what Nancy Pelosi had to say about that. To see that the justices are protected when there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. You said the justices are protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. But this is about security for the justices. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's house to try to. They're working together on the bill that the Senate will be able to approve of because 
that's what we can pass whatever we want to. We want it to be able to pass the Senate. So I don't know what you're talking about because evidently you haven't seen what the debate is. And not debate, but what the language is. There will be a bill, but nobody is in danger over the weekend because. Uh, Nobody was in danger over the weekend. Bitch. What was that? Oh. Just just her. She's she's ridiculous. She she does all these things and talks about how she so much wants to talk to Zelensky and all this and and all this and then when we have something that needs to protect our justices she just walks away casually off stage, like all the administration has done. All right. more, more of our current administration has been down, been overseas to Ukraine or in context with the Ukraine than they have with our southern border. All right, so I'm going to post a video, and uh, I want you all to pay attention to what it says. Government does not give a fuck about them. Government doesn't care about you or your children or your rights or your welfare or your safety. It simply doesn't give a fuck about you. It's interested in its own power. That's the only thing. Keeping it and expanding it wherever possible. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. These rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. It's called the American dream, but you have to be asleep to believe it. A sleeper has awakened. I am to misbehave. So, to illustrate that point, I'm going to sit here and show you a little quote. And I will read it for those in the audience, right, That because this is an audio-only podcast. I will read this quote, and I want you to realize that they really don't care about you. Jerry Nadler says he supports banning 18-year-olds from buying guns because their brains aren't fully formed. But he is opposed to raising the draft age to 21 because, and I quote, if the country needs people to fight wars, it needs people. Let that fucking sink in. Now, this is before we get into the absolute fuckery that is tonight's episode on TV about January 6th. I just find it funny that he made that comment, but yet they want to lower the voting age to 16. (laughs) Yes, I muted you. It was a pointless topic. You cannot use common sense when dealing with somebody who is absolutely obsessed with power. Actually, you know what? These... Let me let me say this. Let me say this. Because uh, Aunt Pops is going to get a chuckle out of it because he's the one that made me think of this topic. Using common sense with people like this is like playing chess with pigeons. They're just going to jump on the board, knock all the pieces down, take a shit, and think they won. These are the same people who say that a 21-year-old or an 18 year old can't buy a gun can't can't smoke uh can't can't drink. can't drink um shouldn't be able to own any types of firearms but a 16 year old should be allowed to vote and a 5 year old should be able to chop off its own penis 
It is the same logic, which means illogical. You cannot say that a child can make a forever decision about its body, but an 18-year-old can die for his country, but not die to save his family when a robber comes in and rapes his fucking daughters and wife. Let that sink in. And heaven forbid, with the new laws that they're trying to pass, he ever gets PTSD. So, let's go carry on. By the way, if you want the list of the names of the people who voted for the red flag laws, here they are. Fred Upton, Adam Kinzinger, Anthony Gonzalez, Brian Fitzpatrick, and Chris Jacobs. Gee, this list and this list, oh, wait, wrong one. And this list seemed to have the same fucking names on it, doesn't it? What's the second list? The second list is the ones who voted for different parts of the the bill that passed yesterday. Same top five? Same top five. These other ones, theirs didn't matter because they, they voted on the whole thing all at once. But Fitzpatrick, Gonzalez, Jacobs, Katko, and Kinziger, you should be removed from your position immediately for being a traitor to the American people. Maliotakis, Salazar from Florida, shame on you. Smith from New Jersey, Turner from Ohio, and Upton from Michigan. All of you should lose your position immediately. But before we get into gun laws, let's talk about how fucked we are as a nation. Right now, same thing. We have people, right? We have people who sit here and are are watching an ABC produced, not journalism, a produced piece talking about January sixth. I'm not watching it. Hopefully you're not watching it. There are people who will watch it for us, right? And then I'll give you a synopsis if they absolutely make me watch it. But so they sit here and they are doing fabrications, right, about what happened. They're, they're <coughs> still not showing all of the footage. They're still not going to let any narrative other than the one they want. Most people don't want it. But most people want to move past January 6th, move past the stolen election. However, the one person, the great white hope, that is the MAGA party, Donald J. Trump, couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut, so he decided that he was going to step in the arena and, and throw some gasoline on this particular fire the day of. Tell me he's not getting a kickback. Let me read you what he said. The unselect committee didn't spend one minute studying the reason that people went to Washington, D.C. in massive numbers far greater than the fake news media is willing to report, or that the unselects are willing to even mention. 
because January 6th was simply a protest. It represented the greatest movement in the history of our country to make America great again. It was about an election that was rigged and stolen and a country that was about to go to hell. And look at our country now. The unselect committee of political thugs, essentially the same group who brought you the now fully debunked and discredited Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and many others, refused to study and report on the massive amount of irrefutable evidence, much of it recently produced, that shows the 2000 presidential election was rigged and stolen. They want nothing to do with that topic because they cannot win on the facts. Cancel and deny. Call it the big lie is all they can do. Corrupt politicians. The unseen, the unselect committee has now learned that I, as president, suggested and offered up to 20,000 National Guard or troops be deployed in D.C. because it was felt that the crowd was going to be very large. It's going to be huge. Crazy Nancy Pelosi turned down the offer. She didn't like the way it looked. Likewise, the mayor of D.C., had they taken up the offer, there would have been no January 6th. The unselects have ruled Pelosi off-limits, no question. This hearing is another political hoax to counter inflation. Make America great again. He just could not shut up about it. And the vast... Go ahead. Where the fuck was he over the last two years? Damn! You gotta let me turn down your fucking volume, dude. You freaking blow out my headphones. <laughs> well, no, I mean, seriously. Where the fuck was he? Well, it's all fine and good to say now, but what, you know, when he can get something out of it. But where the fuck was he? Huh? We saw people languishing in prison because of this fucker. 13 months solitary confinement for the simple fact that all they did was enter a building. You know, I, I, I would always say this to people in the recovery world, you know, I would say, and I, it's true in every aspect of the world. It's not the person who throws the first punch who's seen and scrutinized. It's always the person who throws, the, you know, retaliates and throws or protects himself and throws the second punch. So <clears throat> the Democratic Party and the left are hanging on to January 6th and jamming it down America's throat to, you know, pretty much you know, ride this out through an election, use it as a rallying cry and pretty much stomple all, all over our God-given rights as Americans. You know, they're just using that as a catalyst, even though they don't need, they, they really don't need any reason. They want to do it because they want to do it. That's, that's the, the bottom line. But they're going to sit there and deny that any, even the shit with the Kavanaugh, the kid showing up to Kavanaugh's uh, house, or any of the BLM riots, the Summer of Love, any of that other shit that went on, the billions of dollars in damage to, uh, you know, towns, uh, state state buildings, and what, and you know, ripping down fucking um, statues of our past because honestly they want to erase our past and rewrite our fucking future, you know. They but it's the second punch. It was January sixth because, for the most part. It was uh, conservatives, right-wingers, and whoever protesting people entered. Not to mention, it's been proven there was Antifa there. It's been proven that there was uh, government involvement, right? The FBI was a douchebag's name that was never arrested, but was all over the videos. The one who was screaming was sent to the building, and they all started yelling, chanting fed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Epps. Yeah, Ray Epps. Yeah. 
But again, you know, it, it's not about anything they did. Well, you know, everything we were talking about before. Let me let, let me add this to the mix. Do you realize that the guy who just attempted uh, attempted to take the life of Brett Kavanaugh is facing 20 years, right? 20 years for an assassination attempt, right? Okay, good. Do you realize that there are people who did nothing other than enter a building? A building are also facing up to 20 years in prison? And let's and let's see who gets 20 years and who doesn't. Right? Let's be honest. Well, okay. Here, let let's throw this in the mix. <laughs> Representative Jim Jordan says that they have whistleblowers that are alleging that the FBI is purging conservatives at the Bureau. One agent was a decorated war veteran, and there's a whole lot of documents and stuff like that, right? They accuse the FBI of not being entirely forthcoming about January 6th. Not entirely forthcoming? They're straight up lying to you to cover their narrative, right? So... Mr. Tear. The old school term is they know where their bread is buttered. Right. So, Mr. Tear, do you remember when we talked about uh, when we talked about uh, uh, making it illegal if you were involved with January 6th to run for office? Yep. So uh, this morning. Oh wait, hold on. Let's let's give some backstory. Jill Biden, husband, goes on Jimmy Kimmel, and. Uh, makes a joke about arresting Republicans for what's going on. This morning, this individual, Ryan Kelly, the Republican frontrunner against Gretchen uh, Whitmer. Yeah, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan was just brought up on charges for January 6th for knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building on grounds, acting against the... Uh, my thing cut off right there, so... But, this is the actual copy of the uh, complaint, right? And uh, they're going to make his election or to be on the ballot, null and void, using the 14th Amendment, Section 3. It says that if you're part of a sedition, you cannot run for any office within the United States. And the Democrats already had a plan for 143 different candidates to, for that, to be, that tactic to be used against them. They cannot win on a ballot. I don't know why anybody would be surprised or, or think that this wouldn't happen, especially when you consider they tried to do it during the civil rights movement. Yep. Like, this is not fucking new. Everybody acts so surprised. The This is the same playbook that they have been playing for years. Restrict freedom of speech. Restrict the ability to defend yourself. And at all costs, make sure your opponent cannot run. Yeah, they're taking it a step further. Also, they they're restricting the ability to feed ourselves, to feed our children, to uh, teach our children, to protect our children, to drive to work. 
that I, there was some report now that more people are running out of gas on the side of the roads because they can't afford to fill up than in record numbers than ever before. They're really they're they're not just restricting this, and I don't mean to run off on a tangent on other topics, but it all ties together. They're going to impede our right to a democracy to vote for a candidate that we want because it doesn't fit their narrative, their agenda, and they're going to starve us out, and it's going to be survival of the fucking fittest, and that's What's that's it? pretty much it. But wait, same thing with gas right now. Like what what, yeah. what was it we were discussing last night, pops? That they're adding how much more ethanol to the gas? Uh, fifteen percent. And if, for those of you that don't know, and some people should know, but if you're gonna run your engine off of that, you're fucked. Yeah, it's gonna destroy it. Mm-hmm. So they I'm looking for. They I'm created look- a society after COVID. I, I'm sorry that of people who they they made sure with all the restrictions and lockdowns and all this other shit and all the mandates they uh, they made it. They enabled people not to work and get paid. Then they took it away. Now there are jobs left and right, and people don't want to work. They're waiting for another fucking handout. And then on top of that, you know, they're damaging our fucking vehicles. They're, you know, infringing upon every God-given freedom and right that we have. And they want us to look back as we're bending over and say, hey, thanks. No, please. Hold on. Pull an Oliver Twist. Please, sir, can I have some more? Speaking of gas prices being so damn high and the state of Michigan, you guys will get a chuckle right before you smack your forehead. Ready? Oh, hi. The Isabella Isabella County Sheriff's Office here says they've actually blown through their fuel budget already, so they will respond to some non-emergency calls by phone, try to resolve those issues by phone. Now, the national average for a gallon of gas hovering at just under five bucks at $4.97 a gallon right now. Here in Michigan, gas prices have set a record high for seven consecutive days. And according to AAA, many might be trying to stretch out whatever gas they have. The company says in April, they responded to more than 50,000 out-of-gas calls. That's a 32% increase from the same period last year. Now, the sheriff here says it will likely be several months before a new fuel budget is passed. The gas is so damn high that when you get in trouble and you call 911, they're going to call the bad guy and go, please, we can't get there. We're out of gas. That's almost as great as, as phoning, phoning in to, to resolve a domestic is almost as great as sending social workers without armed police officers. Well, they can't afford to do that because even the social workers can't get gas. Yeah. Ah, welcome. So do you feel safer in Biden's America now that 911 gets to call you back? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me see if I get this right. So we found out defunding the police wasn't, you know, wasn't working. Now it's so expensive on gas, police can't even go out to, to people's houses. So we're going to go ahead and get rid of the police. We're going to go ahead and use the more ethanol and the gasoline to destroy fucking motors. We're going to cut off your food. We're cutting off your ability to defend yourself. Like, does anybody else, you know, feel like we're stuck in Venezuela on steroids? Okay. Can, can, can I pull it out now? Yes. All right. So... I, I have a I have a little picture. I'm gonna let Tia read it because every time I see it, that's who I think of. So I'm gonna let you do it. Go ahead. 
The only reason our government would want to disarm us after 243 years is because they are planning on doing something to us that we would shoot them for. And that, folks, is the gospel truth. That right Break there up! is the perfect example of why they are doing what they're doing right now. Oh, wait, I have more. There's always more. You're like, damn it! I think Phoenix is in shock. He hasn't moved in 20 minutes. Well, hold yeah. on. The old man uh, fell asleep. Let's do this one. <laughs> information in these documents about attempted coordination, planned coordination by... By the way, this is the disinformation board that everybody says went away. No, it just got incorporated and they got rid of the ditzy... Uh, Same the, idiot. Yeah, that one. By the disinformation board with the big tech monopolies. There are meeting notes here. Proposed plans of actions for members of the disinformation board, members of the administration to meet with big tech executives to discuss sharing information about disinformation and tracking analytics of American citizens who are using the big tech's the big tech companies' platforms and engaging in so-called misinformation. This is a big tech administration alliance to track speech. It's here in the documents. Now, I asked Secretary Mayorkas if there had been any contact with the big tech companies. He said he wasn't aware of any. I sent a letter following his testimony to Secretary Mayorkas, putting this question to him directly. And interestingly, the department's draft responses to my letter are also in these documents. Now, I'll say for the record, he has not yet, the department has not yet officially responded, but their draft responses are here in the whistleblower documents, and they continue the misleading half-truths. They continue in those documents to characterize this as a working group, false. They say, I say, has the DHS conferred with any private social media company in the operation of this board? They repeat the idea that the, that the board is merely an internal working group, and then they say the creation of the board, the creation of the board was not discussed with any external entities. That's because we now know that they were discussing the operation of the board with big tech companies. They were seeking to partner and get analytics on law-abiding Americans. Does that they, are, they are going to shut you up. You are going to believe exactly what they say. You will not be allowed to speak if you do not. Look at us. Our podcast is itty-bitty. And yet, they feel the need to make sure that we can't go live on YouTube until the 23rd of fucking August. That they have gone through our videos and systematically picked apart Every single thing that we have said. And when I clear that up, there's a copyright claim. When I clear that up, then there's another piece of information that comes out. I have fought them time and time again and appeal and each individual thing that it's to the point where we can't even access our account on YouTube for another six days. And, and look at that. We're five dudes spread out throughout the country who are like-minded people with the same opinion on pretty much all topics. And we seem to all drive. Sometimes we disagree or, or you know, here or there, but we, we talk it out and we, and we just sit here and say what's going on, tell nothing but truth 
backed up with facts, thanks to you, Pops, with, with all your fact-finding, and that is a threat. Yes. Educated, like-minded people, and Phoenix, with... Uh, <laughs> Damn! Like-minded people with the same... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, fellas. Fuck you, uh, yawn. <laughs> Educated, like-minded people, people with the same opinion, speaking truth and logic, using their information, their information, to to say what's really happening and going on. It's not like it's not like we're finding something. We're getting our news from from Facebook. We're using documents that they are putting out, publishing, and their own reports, and they have an issue with that, and they feel the need to silence us. Five nobodies. Yeah. So I have two more video clips and then I'm going to let Phoenix read one of the memes I have saved up because I want him to feel included and that he's smart. But let's play two uh, (laughs) video clips first. But the Second Amendment isn't about hunting or it's about or about self-defense. It is about power. It is about the power that is reserved in the citizenry to curate a balance so that Americans are not overrun by tyranny. And thank God we haven't had to use the Second Amendment for the purpose that some might have envisioned necessary when our founders were creating the Constitution. And that power belongs to the people, not to the Democrats trying to take their rights away and to make their schools less safe. Well, they didn't like that, did they? No, they did not. But... We haven't had to use it. We should have. We should have used it a long time ago. Now, I want you to listen. We were talking six to nine weeks before shit went off the rails. Allow me to play you this clip and understand that it may be sooner than we think. A source is now telling Fox News, we brought this to you just a moment ago, that the National Guard is now preparing for deployment in the wake of the upcoming Supreme Court ruling on abortion. Jillian Turner... They would not send out the National Guard for January 6th. But they are sending it out for Roe versus Way overturn. And can I, can I just point out again, like, you know, like I was saying earlier about, you know, it's not the first person who throws a punch. It's the second person who was always seen. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, even if you're defending yourself, you're made to look like the villain. Again, let's go back to this Roe versus Wade thing. They're just giving the power and decision back to the states where it should have been. They're not taking away these people's abortions. By any means whatsoever, you'll still be able to get them. You know, they're just giving the decision to the state. I know in my shit state, they will be they'll be probably doing them in fucking schoolyards. Right. Oh, you know? It is New York. It is New York. You know. All right, Phoenix, read the highlighted portion. All laws which are repugnant to the Constitution are null and void. Mar- Marbury versus Madison. 5 U.S. to Crunch, 137, 174, 176, and in parentheses, 1803. Yep. 
Back in 1803, they said they came up with the 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 a true statement that was already in the Constitution. It is the supreme law of the land, and all la all laws which are applied against them are null and void. That includes who treaties, executive directives, and even presidential executive uh, orders. The the peds. Oh. Which are supposed to be extra constitutional, according to that, which is case law, they're not. So that concludes this particular portion talking about the facts. Now we're going to talk about the gun laws and how, uh, uh, and we're going to argue, but I figure that we need to uh, kick it off with a bang. So, Tear, this is to get your juices flowing. Against all people that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them only you will appear until it is done. All right, so let's talk about the. Oh, go ahead. Let's get ready to rumble. All right, I have a question. I want to pop this straight off. I want to piss some people off right here, right now. Is there such a thing as a common sense gun law? No. No. Damn it, pops! Why nope. did you have to answer? I wanted everybody else to answer first. Sorry. Yeah, I'm hearing so many people like Howitzer. Howard Sir Hill, somebody I have respected and followed for a long time, pops off at the mouth and says, well, I believe in common sense gun control, and I don't think we should allow AR-15s, which are weapons of war, on the street. And I was like, you have got to be fucking shitting me. So, uh, Raper. But I guarantee you that that motherfucker. While you think about that, let me let me address the Howitzer Hill thing. I guarantee you, but that's the same motherfucker who has one and says, well, I'm qualified because I served. Ha ha, ding, 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 ding. We got a fucking winner. That's exactly what, ha what happened. Would you like a gold star or a cookie? I want a cookie. Okay. You're a fucking chef. I'm always going to pick food if that's the option. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you, funny you mentioned that. Uh, earlier, I made a I made about two dozen salted caramel cookies. Oh no no don't don't say that. I didn't even get a fucking taste them. All right, they're already fucking gone. I didn't. It's okay. I'll send one. you some grit cookies. I found a place that'll send them Fuck to you in the you. mail. Fuck you. <laughs> it's right from Georgia, right so it's got to be Southern. Uh, no, 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 no. That right there is a prime reason, <laughs> and one of the very big reasons we need the Second Amendment, just to eradicate things like that. <laughs> that is a crime against humanity, that is anti-American, and that is anti-freedom. I'm making fucking cookies out of goddamn grits with sprinkles and everything else. <laughs> <clears throat> you say it and I will rip you a new asshole. Who are you talking to? 
Oh, he knows. Did you just challenge me not to say something? What do you want no, me to not say? No, no. Oh. I know you'll say it. I'll, I'm not going to rip you a new asshole. I will rip that one a new asshole, though. He already knows. Hey! Come on, come on. Reaper! Say it. Say no. it. Reaper. Bye. Sugar belongs on grits. And I ain't taking shit from anybody that doesn't understand how to cook a basic instrument. All right, let's go. <laughs> Reaper. Yeah. What does the Second Amendment say? Shall not be infringed upon. That I we have the, the right. Whole. Second Amendment. God, I can't remember it from from the top of my head. But it states that we have the right to bear arms, and it shall not be infringed upon. Yes, but there's another there's another important part that people always fuck up. Uh, you forgot about the well-regulated oh, militia. There we go. The defense of a nation, a well-regulated militia. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'll help. So what does the Second Amendment actually say? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's it. Not a lot of words, just very specific ones. Now, All right. I want to make something clear there. Punctuation is important, and I don't believe that that was the one solitary typo that everybody likes to say. It says the right of the people, not the right of the militia, not the right of the states, not the right of the federal government, the right of the fucking people. So any of you on conservative TikTok, which I have argued with all day today, can kiss my rosy red ass. And I don't give a goddamn if you served or not. Says the right of the people. Dude, did you ever go look at the the video that I I tagged and said go read the comments? I started to and I lost my shit because I went to one of their pages and just started talking shit. Oh, no, no, no. The comments have been inspiring. The number of people who are like, fuck that bullshit! The one video where I said there comes a point where you're going to have to pick a side. You cannot sit on the fence. You cannot claim to be a person of peace. You're just a coward. Wait, wait. I haven't done this in a long time. I feel good about this. Feeling good about this. A good man is not a man incapable of violence. A good man is capable of any manner of violence to protect his fellow man and those he holds dearest. Someone who is incapable of violence is impotent. I was going to say harmless, but impotent is fine. Oh, I know that. Nicholas fucking wonders, okay? I'm no, but I, I understand you've got a penis fetish. I'm just saying. <laughs> Most people would just say harmless. Well, it's so. because they can't jump off my dick. So you know what? Everybody can jump off of your dick. According to some people on TikTok, you have one that has the ability to sexually assault someone halfway across the goddamn country. Do you know how good, how, how much that stroked my ego? I think it had the opposite effect of what they thought, because I was sitting there going, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so. They have decided that they're going to move forward with the 21-year-old. And for those of you who don't think that they're not going to do everything within their power to sit here and pass it, 
that they're not going to break the Constitution or this country to get what they want. This is not a test. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. We should limit how many rounds a weapon can hold. <clears throat> Why, in God's name, should an ordinary citizen be able to purchase an assault weapon that holds 30-round magazines that let mass shooters fire hundreds of bullets in a matter of minutes? For so many of you at home, I want to be very clear. At least he remembered to say this magazine. It's not about taking away anyone's guns. It's about not about vilifying gun, o gun owners. In fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. I respect the culture and the tradition and the concerns of lawful gun owners. At the same time, the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. The, the rights granted Including the, the 16th Amendment. Amendment are not unlimited. Not unlimited. And never has been. There have always been limitations on what weapons you can own in America. This isn't about taking to anyone's rights. It's about protecting children. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. That is enough a lot. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. There you will is. not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If yep. the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it. And we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects... In other words, if we don't get what we want, and you don't do exactly what we say, we're going to burn this fucking country to the ground. Well, jump, motherfucker. Let's see how this plays out. It's not about checks and balances. It's about looting. Yeah. As a representative of Fuck Around and Find Out Ministries, I'd like to let them know that my motto has become rip and tear until it is done. It's that simple. There yep. comes a point in your life, there comes a point in everyone that's listening, all of you, there comes a point where you're going to have to say enough is enough, this is the line you do not cross, this far no further. Your Rubicon, however else you want to call it. This, you're at a point. You're in the crucible right now. How you act right now is going to determine your future. So you either wake the fuck up or continue to live a useless cockwomble on your fucking knees. Yeah, I, for because one, refuse. You're, 
because your country is about to be gone. If they pack the Supreme Court to get the decision that they want, the purpose of the Supreme Court is to say, hey, you can't do that. It's unconstitutional. Well, if you don't agree with that, we're just going to pack it till we get enough fucking patsies who agree with us. Your country is gone. If you haven't locked and loaded by that fucking point, you deserve all of the tyranny that's coming. You deserve to be put in an internment camp. You deserve to get tortured and ripped away from your family. You deserve it. Because let me be abundantly clear. I get tired of listening to Christians go, oh, we're supposed to be loving. That we should never get angry. That we should never do this. I suggest you go read the story of fucking Phineas. Oh, no, no, no. We'll go even one further. I suggest you go read the story of when Jesus drove the lifestyle. Yeah, that one's used all the time. Yes, but Phineas, I, I people, uh, No, hold reason... on. <laughs> I, I get why everybody uses that. You know, flipping tables and, and whipping people is still part of the equation because it's Jesus. But Phineas, Phinehas, walked, got up from the main tent, picked up a spear... And put it through the woman who was fornicating with the man in a tent. Got up, chilling with God. Gets up, grabs the spear, stabs them, and God goes, high five. I mean, maybe not exactly like that, but yeah. Well, uh, every time I, I, I get so tired of listening to this gospel of love bullshit. That's what it is. This we must love everyone bullshit. Because you cannot take parts, bits and pieces of the Bible and make your gospel of everybody's feels good so it must be good. Or God tolerant. is a God of love, right? If you believe in the Bible, and we already know that my, my religious beliefs. However, but if you believe in the Bible and you're going to follow the Bible, you're going to call yourself a Christian, then you need to fucking understand that God is a God of love, but he was also a God of righteous judgment and war. So yeah. piss off. He may have told you to love your neighbor as yourself, but he also never told you to be a goddamn doormat. Yes, you're to be a doorway, not a doormat. And more importantly, let's look at the word love that is used when it's talking about God. It is the agape love. And people say that that is the unconditional love that you love no matter what. That is not the definition of agape in Greek. Agape is a societal, moral love, which means he loves you because he is your because he is your creator and he is your God. He doesn't love you for what you do. He doesn't love you for who you are, simply for the state of being that he loves you because there's a societal contract in that love. It doesn't mean that you accept everybody and you don't expect them to change. It's not that you're so tolerant that you don't stand for anything. And yet we have Christians all over the world who are like, oh, well, we have to ride middle of the road. <laughs> okay, you know what? To not pick a side, to not choose a side is to choose a side. The people that sit in the middle are so spineless, they can't make a decision. They don't want to be held accountable. They do not want to take control of their own agency. They want someone else to tell them to what to fucking do. Wrong one. 
That's why I fucking despise libertarians. This one. Silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And with that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter Skull Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow on our Council of Fuckery. And uh should be an interesting topic. We're going to see if we can get banned off of Twitch Ooh. as well. Ooh, yeah. One what? Last thing. If anything I said tonight offends you, um, you, you don't know, my care. TikTok, you know, my TikTok, go ahead and, you know, dump me a, a message on TikTok so I can laugh at you and understand that you're a spineless sack of shit. And I'm sorry Fair. you're the rape the bitch. Damn. All right. I, I should have hit Ed and broadcast fucking five minutes ago. All right. Bye. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.